Daily prayer has been a part of the Christian tradition since its first days. In the Episcopal Church, our forms of daily prayer are found in our Book of Common Prayer, which descends from that of the Church of England. When we pray one of the forms of prayer, called offices, we pray with Christians around the world no matter what time we are doing so. Morning prayer is the central office, but it's always great to be prayed any time of day. Whether you're joining in at morning, evening, or even the next day, it's always a good time to pray. If you would like to follow along with the order of prayer, you can go to tuesday.frdavid.org for a Tuesday episode, or thursday.frdavid.org for a Thursday episode. There will be more information at the end of this podcast. Let's pray morning prayer together. Well, good morning, and thank you for joining us on October 12th, 2021, the Tuesday after the 20th day after Pentecost, uh, which is the lesser feast and fast of uh, Edith Cavill, nurse in 1915. Uh, You might notice that the lighting is a little bit different today. Uh, That's because uh, I have my regular meeting with the Executive Committee of the Interfaith Conference of Greater Milwaukee on Tuesday morning. So I'm recording this early and setting it up to be available tomorrow morning so you can pray. Uh, But just to let you know, so if you put something in the the comments or the notes, I, I will not see them immediately. But it also gets us an opportunity to talk about the, um, uh, the fact that when we pray together, we pray together even if we're separated by time, even if we're separated by space, uh, none of these things matter to God. Uh, so let's take a minute to prepare ourselves uh, for prayer this morning. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Let us say together the Venite. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his for he made it and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us adore him. Let us say together the Psalms for this morning. Those are Psalms 5 and 6. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Hearken to my cry for help, my King and my God, for I make my prayer to you. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. 
Early in the morning I make my appeal and watch for you, for you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness, and evil cannot dwell with you. Braggarts cannot stand in your sight. You hate all those who work wickedness. You destroy those who speak lies. The bloodthirsty and deceitful, O Lord, you abhor. But as for me, through the greatness of your mercy, I will go into your house. I will bow down towards your holy temple in all of you. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness, because of those who lie in wait for me. Make your way straight before me, for there is no truth in their mouth. There is destruction in their heart. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongue. Declare them guilty, O God. Let them fall because of their schemes, because of their many transgressions cast them out. For they have rebelled against you, but all who take refuge in you will be glad. They will sing out their joy forever. You will shelter them, so that those who love your name may exult in you. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. You will defend them with your favor as with a shield. Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not punish me in your wrath. Have pity on me, Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are racked. My spirit shakes with terror. How long, O Lord, how long? Turn, O Lord, and deliver me. Save me for your mercy's sake. For in death no one remembers you, and who will give you thanks in the grave? I grow weary because of my groaning. Every night I drench my bed and flood my couch with tears. My eyes are wasted with grief and worn away because of all my enemies. Depart from me, all evildoers. For the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies shall be confounded and quake with fear. They shall turn back and suddenly be put to shame. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. Look, I am sending you as sheep among wolves. Therefore be wise as snakes, and innocent as doves. Watch out for people, because they will hand you over to councils, and they will beat you in their synagogues. They will hand you in front of governors and even kings because of me, so that you may give your testimony to them and to the Gentiles. Whenever they hand you over, don't worry about how to speak or what you will say, because what you can say will be given to you at that moment. You aren't doing the talking, but the Spirit of my Father is doing the talking through you. Brothers and sisters will hand each over to be executed. A father will turn his child in. Children will defy their parents and have them executed. Everyone will hate you on account of my name. But whoever stands firm until the end will be saved. Whenever they harass you in one city, escape to the next, because I assure you that you will not go through all the cities of Israel before the human one comes. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's read together the song of pilgrimage. Before I ventured forth, even while I was very young, I sought wisdom openly in my prayer. In the forecourts of the temple I asked for her, and I will seek her to the end. From first blossom to early fruit, she has been the delight of my heart. My foot has kept firmly to the true path. Diligently from my youth have I pursued her. I inclined my ear a little and received her. I found for myself much wisdom and became adept in her. To the one who gives me wisdom will I give glory, for I have resolved to live according to her way. From the beginning I gained courage from her, therefore I will not be forsaken. In my inmost being I have been stirred to seek her, therefore have I gained a good possession. As my reward the Almighty has given me the gift of language, 
and with it I will offer praise to God. Beloved, today is the, um, the, the uh, feast day of Edith Cavill. It's one that's been through one approval of our general convention for trial use. Uh, but I'll read her um, bio from uh, Lesser Feasts and Fast 2018. And I want to give a caveat here. This is set in Brussels, so there's a lot of French in it. And my French pronunciation is really, really bad. So I, I apologize up front about that. Edith Cavill was born the eldest of four, daughter, four children on December 4, 1865, in a small village near Norwich, England, where her father held a long tenure as vicar. Edith received a classical English boarding school education and spent a period after her schooling serving as a governess in Brussels. After caring for her father following a grave illness, Edith became a nurse at the London Hospital in 1896. In addition to working at hospitals and infirmaries throughout England, Edith served as a private traveling nurse visiting and caring for patients in their own homes. In 1907, Edith assumed a position as matron at the newly founded L'Ecole Belge de Femmeries Diplomées, known in English as the Birkendale Medical Institute in Brussels. While serving as a matron there, Edith launched a nursing journal, L'Effermière, and taught um, nursing in many schools throughout Belgium. World War I broke out while Edith was in England visiting family, which precipitated an immediate return to Belgium, where she began serving as a Red Cross nurse. Following the German occupation of Brussels in 1914, Cavill began, began collaborating with others to shelter and smuggle Allied soldiers out of Belgium and into the Netherlands. Motivated by deeply held Christian faith, Edith insisted on treating wounded soldiers on both sides of the war effort, which combined with her outspokenness against the war and the occupation, placed her in violation of German military law. Edith Cavill was arrested on August 3, 1915. During her depositions to the German police, Edith confessed to smuggling more than 60 British and 15 French soldiers, as well as 100 French and British draftable civilians out of Belgium and into neutral countries. The evening before she was executed, Edith spoke to Father Sterling Gann, the English prison chaplain, whose words are inscribed on her memorial near, near Trafalgar Square in London. Patriotism is not enough. I must have no hatred or bitterness towards anyone. On the morning of her execution, she asked Pastor Paul Lesseur, the Lutheran prison chaplain, to ask Father Gran to tell my loved ones later on that my soul as I believe is safe and that I am glad to die for my country. Edith Cavill was executed by the German government on October 12th, 1915. So this story is, of course, part of uh, World War I. Uh, as we call it over here, it's still referred to in Europe as the Great War. Uh, in many ways, it's still the one that had a, uh, it, well, it'd be hard to say which had the bigger impact, World War I or World War II. But whereas World War I had a very small effect on America, uh, World War I had an enormous, enormous effect on on. Um, on England and the rest of Europe. Um, what I uh, kind of catch on to here of, of reading the story of Edith Cavill is that story of her believing that she should be treating soldiers of both sides. You know, I can remember as a kid uh, watching the, uh, the uh, series MASH, you know, 
And then there was a fairly recurring scene, uh, uh, theme in that every once in a while of, you know, North Korean soldiers would be brought in to work and, and uh, Frank Burns or one of the other people would get really upset about the fact that they were treating a, uh, they had triaged a, a North Korean in ahead of any American or, or allied soldiers, uh, no matter what the condition was. And there was always that thing of going back to the Hippogra- Hippocratic Oath that all the doctors had taken uh, to treat human life as being sacred and, and something that they had to preserve, uh, no matter what. Um, in our gospel reading today, um, you know, we have this idea of sending you as sheep among wolves. You know, one of the things that we're told, being Christians, is that being a Christian does not, will not necessarily get you ahead in the world. It will not necessarily get you uh, power and riches and, and any number of things. In fact, that's kind of what the gospel tells us doesn't happen. You know, and when um, uh, Jesus' mother sings the song of Mary, she says the, the lowly will be lifted up and the, the rich will be taken down. You know, there's, it's very hard to read the Gospels and actually come out with the idea that, that Jesus believes that the, the rich come out on top eventually. You know, there's, uh, that the rich, the haughty, the powerful are the ones who actually end up inheriting the earth. That's, that's not how Jesus sees anything at all. And you find that reflected down through history of uh, these examples of people. Um, you know, I, I suspect people might debate and forth whether Edith Cavill is a, uh, is a martyr or not, but I, I, would, I would firmly put her in that category because she's doing the things that she does specifically because of her Christian faith, not because of her patriotism to England, uh, not because of what's going on in, in France or what's going on with the Germans, and that's really important. You, you can't take a, uh, something like this and say, well, it's all about the fact that the British are good and the Germans are evil and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story is that it is a person executing murder. That's not a good word. Yeah, that it is a person who is showing forth mercy um, towards people of both sides, towards you know, speaking out in the war in general as being a horrible thing. You know, one of the things that, that historians talk about now is how World War I was a utterly avoidable war that only came together because of a series of blundering accidents by the people ruling in the ruling families of Europe at that time. Um, how she spoke out against this war eloquently, how she, when it happened, her job was to preserve life and to, to alleviate suffering as best as she could in Brussels, in, in the middle of the, the trenches of World War I. Um, and for that, for that belief that that was what it was about, that it wasn't serving you know, this country or that country. She said, patriotism, what, what is it? Patriotism is not enough. I have no hatred, must have no hatred or bitterness towards anyone. That is a really radical thing to say, and it gets people on all sides upset when you start talking like that. Uh, when you don't talk in terms of who's going to win and who's going to lose and uh, who's going to, to be um, in charge and who's not going to be in charge. Uh, the disciples got upset with Jesus whenever he tried to convince them that him being a Messiah wasn't about setting up that kind of a thing. Um, so we see in this example a fairly modern example of that playing itself out, of that saying that Jesus says in Matthew, of playing itself out, that we are being put as sheep among wolves, and that that means that we must reach out. Um, a way to think about this is that uh, we are all, in some ways, medical care professionals 
in the field of caring for people's souls as Christians by virtue of our baptism. Some of us are specialists. You know, my job with liturgics and, and church history and stuff like that makes me somewhat of a specialist. But we are all practitioners in this. Um, that it is our job to take these ideas that Jesus puts forth about humanity and the, the worth of humanity and the worth of the individual and the, the worth of the community. And it's our job to bring that together and to make it happen in the world. You and me, not, not just those of us who are ordained, but everybody who is part of the ministry by virtue of their baptism. And so today, as we, as we remember um, Edith Cavill, we remember that we're all being called upon. We, we may not be called to defy the authorities to the point of being executed, but we are all called upon to, to within the, our sphere of influence, to work for a world where that, that love of life, that love of liberty, and that love of community is something that, um, that we show forth in our daily actions. Amen. Let's join together in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Living God, the source of all healing and wholeness, we bless you for the compassionate witness of your servant, Edith Cavill. Inspire us to be agents of peace and reconciliation in a world beset by injustice, poverty, and war. We ask this through Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, to the ages of ages. Amen. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold, pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I bid your prayers and intercessions at this time on our parish prayer list. We remember specifically Barbara Highway and Linda Sires and pray for the repose of their souls. We pray for all the rest on our parish prayer list. We pray for all those who are suffering from COVID-19, all those who are essential workers, and we pray for the resolve to do those things which are, will ha- happen, need to happen in order to bring this pandemic to a close. Let us join together in the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you in the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you, and you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Well, thanks for joining uh, me for prayer today and the rest of this community for prayer today, whether it's Probably not at the time I'm recording this, but later on, or by the podcast even later on, uh, whenever we pray, we pray together. Um, I should be back live with you on Thursday morning. Uh, So until then, take care of yourselves, and God bless. This has been a production of St. Matthias Episcopal Church in Waukesha, Wisconsin. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find more information on how to contact us at our website at http www.st m-a-t-t-h-i-a-s-online.org. That's www.stmatthiasonline.org. Thank you and have a blessed day.